Uh, I've never been in debt. Oh, wow. <laughs> that yeah. is amazing. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. you know what? Dave Ramsey would be proud of you. <laughs> What's up guys, Jason here. Welcome back to the channel. I recently put out a post asking nurses to get on a video call with me so I could discuss their background, their education, their lifestyle, and their net worth in a new video series we're gonna call Nurses to Riches, The Road to Fire. The post gained a lot of interest and today we have our very first guest on the channel. His name is Lawrence and Lawrence had the guts to spill all of his financial details for anyone who's interested in becoming and thriving as a nurse. So Lawrence, tell me exactly how you became a nurse, what kind of you know, mindset did you have and why you decided to become a nurse? All right, loaded question just to start <laughs> off, but um, my name is Lawrence. I live in Seattle, Washington, and I just turned 24. I've been working as a CVICU RN for just over a year and a half. Um, I cool. About a year and a half. And yeah. uh, what made you decide to get into that specialty specifically? Uh, I've always been medical grow uh, medical oriented growing up. Both my parents are doctors and they wanted me to go to medical school, but um, I kind of wanted more direct patient contact. So I thought nursing was a great um, route. And then once I actually started college and nursing school, I learned about um, the different routes that nurses can go through. And that kind of just propelled me into nursing just to start off. So I have a, a great career ahead of me. Um, obviously, there's some talk about nurses across the nation right now, but um, that's where I am right now. Yeah. Um, and how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 24. 24. Wow, you're pretty young, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just turned 24. So um, that is awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, and uh, so did you immediately get into CVICU or did you start off as a med surge nurse or any other specialty before that? So I graduated May of 2020 and that was peak, about to be peak COVID time. And I actually had trouble finding a job um, for 10 months. So I didn't have a job for 10 months post uh, college graduation. I know now it's a little bit different, um, but all the hospitals were on a hiring freeze and I was, I was kind of going through it, uh, at the start of COVID. Um, but yes, I did start in the CVICU. Um, I eventually got a position up here in Seattle. Um, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. So, uh, I've been West coast most of my life. Um, so yeah, I did start in CVICU. And what made you decide to get back or move back to Seattle? Why not stay in Arizona? Uh, I just grew up in Arizona and I wanted to leave Arizona. Um, I actually was planning on going to New York City um, because I had a nurse externship in New York City and that hospital was going to hire me after graduating, but then COVID hit and everything kind of shut down in New York City. Mm -hmm. So um, I was struggling for a little bit. Oh man, that's tough. And you said 10 months, right? 10 months, yeah. And, uh, you know, actually, I'm going to make a video later on, but um, I found this survey that uh, I think uh, Stanford um, produced where they gathered all this information from students that graduated in California. And they found that the average graduation from graduation to employment time was about uh, three to six months on average, which that is sounds like California. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what's been consistent. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And, you know, I'm kind of surprised, though, because you were looking for a job during COVID and you would think that you'd have an easier time finding a job. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's what that's what kind of confused me at first. And that's what everyone asks. Um, we had a nursing shortage during the height of COVID. But uh, what my understanding is and what I've been telling everyone is that the height of COVID, it uh they didn't have the time or resources to train new grads. Um, so that's why, especially in New York City, they were trying to, uh, they got retired nurses to come back and work because they already have experience and they just didn't have the resources to um, train a new grad. Um, so, yeah. That makes sense, actually. Um, so, uh, so what area of Washington did you end up moving to ultimately? Uh, I live pretty close to downtown Washington. And, downtown Seattle, sorry. And do you remember how much you got paid when you first uh, started? Oh, working? yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, um, I've gotten two pay raises uh, so far. Uh, I just got a recent pay raise, a whopping 80 cent pay raise. Um, <laughs> but I first started at $35.30. And now I'm at after a year and a half, almost two years, I won't get another pay raise until January. Um, but I'm at $37.49 an hour. Actually, you know what? That's pretty similar to my first nursing job mm -hmm. in New York City. Yeah. Um, and do you think that's enough income to support your lifestyle currently? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> uh, I, I'll probably get into it later, but I break even about every single month. So. I see. Okay. So in how many hours a week are you working? I work full-time, 0.9, uh, 36 hours a week. Is that 12-hour shifts? Yes. Okay. Does your hospital have eight-hour shifts? Um, we do. Uh, I don't know about other units, but our CVICU does have um, a specific eight-hour shift that recovers open hearts. Gotcha. And uh, do you plan to stay in CVICU for a long period of time, or do you plan to go somewhere else? Um, good question. Oh, I... Didn't I realized that I really like CVICU. I want to stay in ICU um, for as long as I can, but um, due to everything, and then uh, I'm actually going on, uh, I actually got accepted to do a medical mission in November, so I'll be uh, quitting. No one knows yet, but I'll be quitting um, for that. I'm just uh, going to so block I'm... that off the video. <laughs> so no, no, no one it's will... okay. <laughs> It'll okay. be okay, yeah. Um, okay. So I'll be quitting to do that. And then after that, I plan on travel nursing in New York City. Wow. Wow. And why New York City? Out of all of the states and cities you could move to, why New York City? Um, because I do have a lot of friends that are nurses in New York City. And um, I do have other friends in New York City. Um, and I've always just wanted to live in New York City. And travel nursing is the best uh and easiest way to move around and get paid decent enough uh, yeah. to be able to afford that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, have you looked at any of the hospitals in New York City at all? Um, I have and I have a lot of friends in the, a lot of different hospitals and my unit currently is a lot of travelers and some of them have worked in New York City and I've heard some horror stories, but <laughs> generally um, the hospitals are okay enough yeah. and yeah. I think I can handle it. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you this. 
we've been living in California for about five years now, a little bit over that. And there's not one day that goes by that we don't think about New York City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we love it that much. And ultimately, we do want to move back either to New York City or close to it. Mm -hmm. But I can never see myself working in New York City ever again. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but as a traveler, though, it's a good way to get into a hospital in New York City because you can always leave, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's a 13-week contract or whatever, you know, however many weeks you decide to do. But it's yeah. a good way to get your foot in the door and experience it and see if you like it or not. Yeah, and the uh, extern, uh, one of the best uh, cancer centers in the, in the U.S. And um, they actually had break nurses and they had, um, they were very well staffed. They were overstaffed every day somehow. And that's what I kind of thought a hospital was. But then I've heard everything else and I started working um, in the West Coast despite. Um, but yeah, that hospital. So it, it is hospital um, specific. I'm sorry, which hospital did you say? Um, I worked at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. Oh, you know what? I actually did a um, clinical there, a clinical yeah. rotation. And it was one of my favorite clinical rotations. You are yeah. dead on. Like, I, I love that hospital. Yeah. And I, I mean, I spoke with the nurses that worked there and they had nothing but good things to say about the hospital. So I get why you had that impression mm. about New York City. Um, I will say, though, not all hospitals are like that in New York City. Yeah. That is the exception. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, by all means, man, I say you do it because you're going to get to explore New York City like you probably wouldn't have been able to otherwise. You know? mm. Um, so let's get back to it. Um, you said you work 36 hours a week. Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Okay. Um, and you told me you were making about $37 and 50 cents per hour. Correct. Something like that. So and that's recent. Um, recent. I wasn't okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, do you have, are you married? No. Do you have any kids? No. That you know of, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you plan to retire early? Um, I've been asked this question before, and my answer before was uh, I want to, my ultimate goal is to go to CRNA school um, yeah. and then uh, maybe teach when I'm older. Uh, I don't want to just do nothing when I'm older, even though financial freedom is um, one thing that, one goal that I have, uh, but I do want to teach when I'm older. Yeah. And I actually like that you point that out. Um, you know, when I talk about fire and the fire movement, um, there's two parts to it. You know, there's financially independence or financial independence, and then there's retiring early. Like mm -hmm. you could be financially independent and continue to work and you could work part time. You could work doing whatever you love doing, mm -hmm. um, which is what's so cool about it. Um, but, you know, now that you mentioned CRNA, like you want to become a CRNA. I remember when I was at New York Presbyterian, uh, the hospital that I worked in in New York, in New York I, I was teaching this, or I was precepting this student that went to Columbia University. Mm -hmm. And I remember it's partly because of her that I ended up moving to California because she told me that both of her parents were working for Kaiser and they were both earning over $200,000 a year each. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. couldn't believe it. And she was like, listen, I'll send you some like, uh, like this this document that shows proof that this is how much they earn. And it's so cool because now I found out like a couple of months ago that this girl um, who is now, I think she's around your age, 
uh, maybe 25, 26. She's a CRNA and she works mm. for Kaiser over oh, here wow. in Northern California. And I feel like she just left me in the dust because <laughs> she, you know, the time it takes to become a CRNA is pretty mm-hmm. lengthy. So that I, she was my student, my preceptee about six years ago. Oh wow! And she was a student at the time, right? So she had to go into the ICU and get at least one to two years of experience, mm-hmm. um, and then she had to get like a master's degree or. BNP to become that that CRNA. Mm. Um, so that takes like five years or so from you know the moment you start working to the moment you become a CRNA. Yeah. So she went quick. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I always pat myself on the back because I'm like, oh, I precepted her. You know, she is. So <laughs> <laughs> you should pat yourself on the back. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, like I'm I'm really proud of people who actually become CRNAs because it, it's really it's a challenging task. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you complete that journey, I've never heard one CRNA say that they they dislike what they do. Like they yeah. all love what they do, which yeah. is pretty Me cool. Too. And I give yeah. it up to you for wanting to pursue that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, thinking back now, like had I known um, that there was so much positivity from nurses that are CNAs and how much they enjoy it, I probably would have become a CN- CRNA right out of nursing school. I would have just went to like ICU. And, and gone that route. But oh, okay. I feel like at this point, because, you know, Monica and I were already in California and we're earning a pretty healthy living. My goal now is to just focus on the nurses to riches because I want to inform others what it's yeah, like. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, I just love talking to people about financial, like nurse, nursing and finance. And I feel like I can mix the two now with this nursing channel. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully it goes well, but uh, I'm yeah, glad. No, it's great. It's a lot of a lot of good information that you give, and I support it. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, and now uh, I know we're gonna get into the numbers. Okay. Do you know what your net worth is? Uh, like my total. I so not. if you take if you take your um the total amount of liabilities, all of your debt. And you subtract it from all of your assets. So, like, let's say student loans. Do you have any student loans? No. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I got a full ride for college. Did you yeah. Pay it off? Did you get help from your parents, or did you get loans and pay them off? Uh, I got a full ride scholarship for college. Wow, that is awesome. so. You must have been a straight A student to get that. Uh, I wasn't straight A's. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you you must have had some good credentials in order to get something like that. Hmm. Okay. And um, do you know, uh, do you own a house? Do you rent? What is your current living situation like? Uh, I pay rent for my uh, one bedroom apartment that here in Seattle and I pay 2500 a month. Okay. For a one bedroom, is it one bedroom, one bathroom? Yes. Okay. And that's pretty expensive. Yes. I'll say this. When we were living in New York, I remember we had a two bedroom, two bathroom, and it was about 800 square feet, something like that. It was pretty small. But we were paying twenty five hundred a month. Um, I think it went up to like twenty seven fifty, but something like that. It was mm-hmm. very. But when we left New York City, we were making around forty seven dollars an hour or so. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, it's pretty difficult and challenging for you to be making thirty seven fifty, you know, and paying twenty five hundred a month. Yeah, so that's why I break even basically yeah. every month. Okay, and yeah. what are your utilities like? Are you paying a lot in gas, electricity, all of this? Um. 
utilities are included. I, I pay around twenty five hundred a month. Uh, I do have a car. I have car payments, um, but it's electric, and uh, I don't pay anything for that. Um, so that's free. I get to charge it for free. Um, so yeah, all of that, uh, and then the rest of my credit card bills um, is about uh, four to four point five k a month. Yeah. And that does that include the um, the rent? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And about give or take, how much are you bringing in on a monthly basis? Um, about my biweekly paychecks are about two thousand to twenty two hundred. Um, yeah. That's you know that's pretty similar. Also, actually, come to think of it, to what I was making in New York, I was bringing home about twenty two hundred or twenty four hundred. I don't know. Maybe New York just taxes way too much. Yeah, it's one of the um, highest tax states. So yeah, Washington doesn't have uh, income tax, income so tax. that's yeah one thing. Yeah, and then I also uh, I take home that much because I have uh, I put ten percent in my four hundred one k for each paycheck. So yeah. wow, that's pretty cool. Do you know how much you have invested so far? Oh, I haven't checked in a little bit, but uh, I don't think it's that much. I do have my I I have maxed out my Roth IRA um, for last year and awesome. this year. Um, uh, maybe a thousand or two thousand. I'm not sure. Well, you know what? Um, and you told me you have your gross income, right? Like you, you said you have some of your pay, pay slips. Do you have them available? Maybe um, you can take a look at it and tell me what your gross pay is. Yeah. Or Let me see. Gross. Uh, this was from July 3rd to July 16th. So I worked uh, July 4th, which is time and a half for us. So I was day shift for this period. I, I rotate every six weeks between days and nights. Um, so I was day shift during this period. I got a little bit of double time, my time and a half for July 4th. And then I got my preceptor pay. Um, and that's about it. Uh, and I made $3,181.57 um, as sure. my gross. Okay, so for that pay period, you uh, must have invested about $318 in your 401k because it's 10%? Yes, right. exactly. Yeah, um, so you mentioned that you rotate shifts. Um, yeah. Is, does that um, come with the position when you first applied for it? It is a position that we have that it's called a rotator sh uh, shift um, where we just flip between days and nights every six weeks. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And you did also mention that you got double time, right? You got double time pay. Yes. I didn't know Washington actually had double time. So can you explain how that works? Yeah. Uh, so double time, um, <clears throat> we don't have the uh, similar law to California where we get double time after eight hours, yeah. but we get double time after 12 hours. So if we work, if we pick up and work a 16 hour shift, we get double time for those 12 to 16 hours. So four hours of double time. If we miss our breaks and we clock in that we missed a break, we get double time for that one hour. Um, oh. We are union, but oh. there's some controversy between our union. Um, so we do have it better than I, I would assume most of the U.S., but it's still not the best. There's, there's, there's still things that we can work on. Um, okay. So that's the double time that I got yeah. for this paycheck. And do you have any specific financial goals in your life? Um, you know, I guess other than being a CRNA and maybe being financially independent, any specific goals financially? Um, right now, I'm just writing it out until I can leave and go do my 
um, medical mission. After that, uh, I can't really talk. I, I feel like I can't really talk about my financial goals right now because I'm literally not making any money. Um, uh, I'm not taking home any money, and my bank account has been stagnant for the last couple months. Yeah. Um, so once I, I feel like once I start travel nursing, um, then I can start talking about that. Uh, obviously, CRNA, CRNA school is a big time constraint and uh, a lot of money. Um, so that's up next. I feel like I'm not going to be able to purchase a house or anything here soon. So um, CRNA school is my next big loan. Especially in Seattle, right? Like it's going to be very challenging finding a mm -hmm. house afford in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Seattle has been... Um, pretty messed up with yeah. housing prices too. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know what is the largest amount of debt that you've been in? Uh, I've never been in debt. Oh, wow. <laughs> that yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. you know what? Dave Ramsey would be proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never been in debt. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Okay. And you, you know what? You mentioned that you have an electric car. I forgot to ask you, what kind of car do you have? Uh, my dad gave me his Tesla Model S um, for me to use. So uh, we got it in 2017 when there was a um, deal for free unlimited supercharging for life. Uh, so we get supercharging yeah. for life. And then uh, the electricity that I use to charge at my apartment doesn't cost any money either. And do you, is there a parking garage in your apartment complex that you can charge it in yes there's a parking garage and i get my dedicated own space and that's included in my um 2500 uh wow. rent yeah that's pretty awesome so you don't have a car payment right you just have the car insurance i'm guessing uh yes the car insurance yeah that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. you know um i just wanted to ask because i know you said you're doing cvicu and you ultimately want to become a crna but can you tell me if you could have started over again would you have done something differently no, I love the CVICU, and I started loving it more and more the more I went in. Obviously, we have those. I started as a new grad, and everyone thinks it's extremely difficult to start, especially in the CVICU as a new grad, and I totally agree. Um, I'm not sure how I did it. I, I, I just did it, but um, the CVICU is um, really, really intense, and that's that's my purpose, and um, I do enjoy going to work now. Obviously, there's um, talk and my entire unit is leaving right now too. Uh, so, um, and people complain, my coworkers complain that uh, we, us as CVICU RNs at our hospital make amount as every single other RN, but we're specially trained and all of that. There's just controversy with that in our union. And that's just been the talks this you know, entire past couple of years. That's actually one of the issues that I do have with unions. I made a video talking about, you know, union versus non-union and what's the positive and negative of both. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult to have change occur when there is a union because you have so much pushback from those within the union. Mm -hmm. um, especially like, like, you know, like you're saying, the nurses that are making you know, that the same as you in a med surge floor, they're going to be upset if they see that your salary is much higher and they're still, and you're part of the same union. Mm -hmm. You know, it's unfortunate. I really hate that. And 
you know, there's pos- there's pros and, and cons of, of, of unions, but that's one of the cons that I really, really dis- dislike. Yeah, and then one main con of our union is that we are a healthcare union, not a nursing union. Oh. So we see, I mean, we have maybe one to three staff per shift and the rest of our entire staff are travelers and they're doing the same amount of work or less work than us and they make six times more than us. Um, So it's kind of every single day we go into work and it's not fair, Um, but we've tried to raise it to our union and they just say that uh, they can't pay us more because they're a healthcare union and they would have to pay everybody in the entire hospital system more like um every single every single role in the hospital yeah, like the pharmacists and uh you know lab techs and yeah and yeah sanitation, like housekeeping every yes. okay, i got yeah. you yeah i got you yeah damn that's unfortunate that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah so if you have one last question um what advice would you give to anybody who's wanting to become a nurse or someone who may be a nurse and is probably thinking of moving to washington state or, you know, um, just wants to get into CVICU. Do you have any advice for someone who might be wanting to get into it? Um, I do have a lot of friends in nursing school and I do have a lot of friends that are new grads. Uh, Just if you're in school, obviously keep at it. Um, Nursing is a great profession that has a lot of doors that you can open. Uh, If you want to get into CVICU, I would try to try to become a CNA that can get your foot in the door and then get your uh, senior practicum in the CVICU. Just try to open doors and try to network like that uh, in the CVICU. Um, or if you want to move to Washington, <laughs> travel in Washington. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing in the summer. Everyone is here in the summer. Um, rates are low, were, but. Um, <laughs> Come travel in the summer. Washington's amazing. Yeah. Um, Speaking yeah. of which, you know, we're so, so Monica and I, we travel a lot. And um, just recently we told ourselves, you know what, we need to apply for global entry because whenever we come from an international country back to the U.S., the lines are ridiculously long, especially if you have a connecting flight in the, yeah. in the U.S. Uh, we nearly missed our like, last flight when we were coming home from the Cayman Islands. And it took like two hours just to get through the customs line. Yeah. So we applied for global entry and they have like no appointments available almost anywhere in the U.S. except for Washington State, right by oh. the ca- Canadian border. Oh. <laughs> so we we literally booked uh, like a, a mini vacation for like four days to Seattle. We're going to stay in for Seattle. global entry. Yeah, right. And That's then we're so just gonna funny. drive up there for like half the day just to get our appointments over with. But I mean, that's one of the ways you can do it. They actually right now the global entry, they prefer that if you're coming back from an international country, you just have your appointment at the airport because you can do that. But we didn't want to wait. Oh, so yeah. we ended up just we're like, you know what, we made an excuse to travel to Washington. And this is what we're going to do instead. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a good plan. Right. Yeah, Global entry. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I plan on upgrading my credit card and then getting global entry, but um, that's for a little bit later. Yeah. yeah, don't do that just yet, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait till you're a traveler. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're going to have that traveler money. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, you know, have you ever considered going to California at all? Yeah, um, I was going to travel to New York first. And then I was generally planning no hard plans, obviously, um, coming, coming to the Bay because I have a bunch of friends in the Bay as well. And um, sometimes when the shift is slow, I just read the Bay Area Union RN contra contracts <laughs> and I just, I just read them and I cry. Yeah. Um, how much more they are, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I currently plan on coming to the Bay after I travel to New York. I'm not sure if I'm going to be staff or travel yet, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you ever do end up in the Sacramento area, maybe you'll maybe I'll meet you over here some some one one of these days. Yeah, Ooh. that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So I want to thank you again for you know participating in this. Like, I want to make this a thing, like a weekly thing. And you, again, are the first guest. And I'm yeah. so glad you were on it. You're pretty cool. Thank and, you. You know, and I wish you the best of luck as Thank a CRNA and with all of your endeavors. Yeah. And you know what? Keep me posted when you're traveling. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. All right. And yeah. um, all right, man. So thank you so much. I'm going to end the call here. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having we'll, me. We'll keep in touch. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right, guys, so if you enjoyed this video and you want to see more videos like this, make sure you hit that like button, comment on the video and subscribe to the channel. I'll see you guys on the next one.